0: Welcome to this episode of Plenty. I have a very juicy, rich conversation in store for you today with my friend Tracy Litt, who is a best-selling author. She is an incredible spiritual teacher and emotional healer. The CEO and founder of a seven-figure company, called The Lit Factor and The School of Becoming. So Tracy was a single mother on food stamps who rose through the ranks to become the director and head of human resources, and now her large personal development company for women. And in this episode, we go a lot of places. So recently, Tracy just threw one of the most incredible events I've ever attended. And I was asking her about what it took for her to expand to that level to be able to not only envision something so big, but actually bring it to fruition and the in kind of internal work that she needed to do to get there we talk about becoming a master of your emotions and what emotions have to do with thought work and mindset work and how those two things are intertwined There's a moment in the episode where she stopped and held my hand and asked me questions and started coaching me and I cried and she cried and it was actually a big breakthrough for me. So I hope you enjoy Tracy. She has a depth of wisdom and experience and knowledge that is actually pretty rare. She's a really delicious human, generous of spirit, generous of soul, and if you are on a journey of becoming yourself, of really activating your own expansion and stepping into a bigger, more expansive version of you, then this episode is absolutely going to serve you. So enjoy Tracy (laughs) Litt. Welcome to Plenty. I'm your host, Kate Northrup, and together we are going on a journey to help you have an incredible relationship with money, time, and energy, and to have abundance on every possible level. Every week, we're gonna dive in with experts and insights to help you unlock a life of plenty. Let's go fill our cups. Please note that the opinions, and perspectives of guests on the Plenty podcast are not necessarily reflective of the opinions and perspectives of Kate Northrup or anyone who works within the Kate Northrup brand. Hi, Tracy. Hi, thank you for being here. I'm so happy to be with you. I'm so happy to be getting to know you in this life as local friends, as business friends, as colleagues, even though that like feels like such a professional (laughs) adult word. Okay, so recently you had this gala and tell me the name of the gala. It was such a great name. The Consciousness Revolution Gala. The Consciousness Revolution Gala. And you sent me the thing for it. And I was like, okay, this is amazing. Who has like a Consciousness Revolution Gala? Like this is, and, and the invitation and the whole thing. And it was very clear, first of all, in our world, personal development, business coaching, this thing that we do. No, I've never seen anybody do that. So I'm always so fascinated by like, okay, so different. How did this idea to have a gala come to you? Where were you? What were you doing? How did that idea show up?
1: Ah, oh, so <laughs> the first time that it came through was at a team meeting I was having in the beginning of January of last year okay. because we knew now. So now the school would be coming as a thing. So I can speak about it, which
0: I'm still like, wait a minute, is
1: it a secret? Is
0: it not? I know. And this was the big announcement, yes. the big reveal. Correct. Correct. At the gala, it was yes. very exciting. I love yes. production. Yes. I know. Well, <laughs> production you know,
1: was great. Production and fun and innovation. Mm-hmm that's what gets me going just to get people excited yes and I, together enthusiasm. and together enthusiasm yeah exactly okay. it's everything so uh, so we're talking about okay we're building the school all of this is happening okay how are we going to debut this thing right Got so it. in that meeting it was like you know what we could have a big event we could have a gala and it was kind of like a seed plant and then we went on to all the other meeting type things and then I let it sit. And then as it was getting closer and closer, and I was speaking to various peers of ours and coaches and mentors, I was like, oh, well you could do like a 30 day online thing or you could do like a live launch thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like my body's like, no, no, no. no." The conception and the birthing of the school is so significant because it is so innovative for women leaders and entrepreneurs in personal growth and spiritual development, that it deserved. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, we as a team mm-hmm. deserved a party. Yeah. So to, there are certain things, as you know, it's like you're chirping it over the finish line. Mm-hmm. You're just doing everything and all of the, you know, like spaciousness kind of has to go out the window for a little while. And we're both, We both subscribe to spaciousness and doing less. And we also understand that there are moments where you are sprinting and you are carrying it. End of story. Yeah. So we had done all that work. And then I was like, well, let's, then let's sew this gala. Let's have a party. Let's just throw it down in honor of the school of becoming. And that was really how it was birthed,
0: the idea. Okay. Yeah. So it was this gala, just to let folks know, it was like full-on black tie gowns you and I were wearing matching gowns which we did not I did not know that I was going to be matching the hostess (laughs) (laughs) they were gold lame pleats it was gorgeous your dress was so insanely gorgeous with that cape over the side okay and Marianne Williamson spoke which you know she's kind of a big deal and like it was at this stunning hotel and I mean it was full on like Mm -hmm. unbelievable the food, there was a donut tower. I mean, or yeah, had to have the donut <laughs> wall. Or, or whatever, it was a donut yes, wall. Was, I was. mean, it was so next level. There was this incredible DJ. So it was a full-on thing. Yeah. I am curious, you know, 10 years ago, uh, if you had had an inkling that you might want to do something like that, what would have come up for you around it? And then what was the difference now? in terms of like expanding your capacity to just go for it.
1: Oh, I love this question for everyone listening. Ten years ago, I'd have been like, <laughs> that's cute. Move on, right? And all of that low-level fear-based thinking would have taken over, and that would have been that. Mm-hmm. Because I am the embodiment of the becoming process, I have learned how to be an expander for myself through the choices she makes not me right so my she and your she you know when, for or the audio
0: listener she's pointing up yes my she my higher <laughs> self so the myself, she my next with a level. capital
1: s or yes, whatever yes yeah. the woman you're becoming the woman yeah. you're capable of becoming the woman who understands that she's here to tap into the fullest capacity of her greatness That's it. And as soon as you actually allow yourself to lean in and learn how to embody that version of yourself now, all the things that you're struggling with and you find problematic eradicate because they don't exist when you become different. That's identity evolution. That's what we do in the school, right? So now the gala itself was such a opportunity to continue to let her lead. So all the things you're mentioning, and I want to say this because this is important for all of you listening. Your highest self doesn't chintz, right? You're like, we're here on plenty, okay? Plenty, abundance, overflow, availability. You are swimming in the plenty. And the only time you don't experience the plenty is when you create the limitation, right? And you chintz. So let's take something like the gala, the white pipe and drape around the room, the violet upspots. Was that, quote, extra? Sure was, but it's plenty and it's abundance <laughs> and it's like a gala and your higher self doesn't chintz. You need to stop doing that and restricting yourself, you know, because regardless of, you know, what happened on the backside of the gala and how we did all the, you know, the invitation, all that stuff, which was also great. But the point was, my intention was, I'm going to gather conscious, fabulous people. And I am going to create a night to remember Mm -hmm. and it was
0: it was so magical. And so as an example of why this is so powerful, it's powerful for ourselves and our own becoming. However, one of the big themes of that evening was, okay, yes, like for sure our own becoming is amazing and worth it in and of itself because a self-actualized woman really is enough. And Mm -hmm. as an extension of that, what happens is we cannot help but activate our community. And so I don't know that you know this, but there were just like some magical things around the event. So I had texted my friend Rachel Goldstein, and I was like, hey, do you want to come to this thing with me? She was like, I totally do. And then we ended up having an entire table That was all these people that she had mentioned it to in Delray and some of them already were coming. And then a week before, my friend Poe was texting me like, hey, I'm going to go to this thing. Do you want to go? And I was like, I already have my ticket. Let's drive together. And there was a lot of magical cross-pollination and magical connections made. And it was this opportunity for, you know, I'm somebody who gives myself permission to do big things. I mean, just even here sitting on this set is like, you know, I've had friends be like, oh, so like, do you think it's worth the, do you think you're getting the ROI of like having a set and a professional film crew? Like, do you think doing all of that is like, you know, quote unquote worth it? Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. feels fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, You know, and like, of course there are a whole strategy and whatever, yeah. but like, doesn't matter. And so I'm already somebody who, expand is an expander for myself however you doing that and like going for it in all of your tracy litness and like (laughs) fabulousness was such an expander for me as well to be like oh i could just do things i want to do i could just go for it because you just can
1: so thank you for that. Oh my God, I love you and thank you. Yes. And I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm like, I'm very intentionally hearing your words and I'm yeah. receiving them yeah. because it's so meaningful for me to be an expander for everyone. And when Ugh. I get to be an expander for my peers, it's yes. so incredibly meaningful. So and good. that is the point, like what you just said, it, it actually is as simple as that. I can just Mm. do what I want. Mm -hmm. I can just have an idea and uh, bring it into life. That's Entrepreneurship 101. We make something out of nothing, right? Like, yes, yes, you can. And when you can... Get yourself out of your own way because as soon as you come up with an idea, like the gala, one, right? You come up with an idea and then your mind is going to rush in no matter how much work you've done. The mind's going to rush in. Well, are you sure? And is it going to make sense? And how are you going to position it? Is anybody going to come? And blah, 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 and blah. Like budgeting. And, right, all, right. All budgeting <laughs> and, and the, like all the stuff starts to swirl. And it is your priority yeah. to say, I appreciate that and no vision or bust. That's the game mm. we play. And in the school, there's a hoodie that says vision or Bus." I that love that. Vision or Bus. This is what we're doing because here's what's oh, real. So the cool. only truth, and I know you and I share a lot of similar vantage points on things. The only actual truth there is, is that none of us are getting out of this alive. Right. And I say that and I mean it. And I remind my students and clients all the time. There is going to be a moment where you're at your last breath. God willing, you're 102, but probably not. And... What do you want to have done at that moment? Do you want to play the scarcity game that long? Like, come on.
0: Allow that version of you to be like, damn, girl. You went after it. Went after it. And you wore that gold lemay pleated uh-huh. and dress. And then change, outfit change, when yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to do an outfit so change. So good. And then you shared a stage with Marianne Williamson. And, like, you lit up that entire room. And we all walked out of there, like, with a much greater vision for what's possible in all of our lives and so that is the power of going for it personally and I'm curious yeah. I hope it's okay if I ask this question yes I'm going to be in full honesty I was a little stirred up by Marianne's keynote okay say more. okay yes <laughs> and I was like wow I was activated mm. for at least a week afterwards and had some in-depth conversations with my girlfriends because something that Marianne said, and I'm curious how you're integrating it, doesn't mean it's true or not, right? Sure. But there's a lot of different varieties of truth. But something she said was like really, and I'm curious if you interpreted it the same way I did. Okay. Was I heard her say that essentially, like, Going for it in our businesses and creating these multiple six-figure businesses, seven-figure businesses, whatever we're doing as women is, like, not enough. What else is there? Like, like, like. I sort of, am, and possibly I misinterpreted, so I'm so curious your thoughts, like, okay, is it, like, is your own becoming and serving your clients in their own becoming, is it Enough. And I was I went home and I was like, I'm not doing enough. I don't know. And I was in a little spin. And it took some reorienting and some some excavation to, and I'm happy to talk about that. But I'm curious, did you hear her say that? And if not, what did you hear her say? And then I have follow-up questions. Okay,
1: great. I love it. I hope we have all day because
0: this is amazing.
1: Okay, so I heard it like this. Create. You're wildly successful companies. Yep. Kill it. Yeah. Enjoy it. And remember, and I will say it the way she said it because she threw it back to me and I really appreciate it. She said, and as Tracy said, it is bigger than you and it is bigger than us. So I took that as I have a divine and moral responsibility to now use what I have generated as a platform for yes. contribution right? So whether it goes from pro bono coaching hours, right, which which I do in certain spaces and places, to how do we collaborate as colleagues to do something bigger. The Inner Science Research Fund was our charity. I don't really love the word charity, but our contribution rather, philanthropy for the event. So how are we continuously using this success for more collective good rather than that initial freedom that we gain as
0: entrepreneurs. So beautiful. Yes. I love that so much. And it was interesting to witness myself go into a little spin of lack and self-judgment and then come back around about a week later to like, no, 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 no. Isn't that interesting how I was like tracking for an opportunity to see myself as doing it wrong? So interesting. Yeah, so interesting, right? Yes. Because all of these, it's always an opportunity. So yeah. speaking of opportunities for greater self-exploration, <laughs> like, wow, the universe is sending me all sorts of lessons. So you have this big expansion. It's like the night of nights, right? Mm. I mean, I would imagine it was like one of the top nights, just like your wedding. Oh, just literally,
1: Literally, like, literally, right? like I, right. beyond, yeah. beyond, uh, beyond. To ideate something like this, Bringing it to fruition, and then this was the kind of the icing on the cake of that. That My family doesn't usually come to my events, right? Like when I hold power, sure. things, and when I hold all yeah. these things. To have them there, mm-hmm. to look down and see my children, my father, and my sisters, and my husband, and my brother, and Marianne sitting with them was like I was on stage Pouring into all of you, having an out-of-body experience of my own, going like, what is this life? It was so incredible to have them witness me. It's very rare that the people in our life get to see what we do, and we don't have typical jobs,
0: and that was like... That's so incredible. And for you to let them, because for a lot of folks it doesn't actually feel safe or possible to allow their family of origin into uh, seeing them in that way. Or those people might not even be able to. And so even for you to just invite them shows a generosity, I think, of spirit and also I'm sure has taken a lot of work on your part and possibly on their part as well. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was. It was. It was. It was. It was amazing. And you know, my mom
1: there being in spirit, I lost her when I was twenty-four. Yeah, you wrote about her in one of your books. At one point, my dad, who they had the most stunning love affair, we'll have another episode about their relationship. (laughs) It was that good. But he came to me after, and there's one picture from the gala, and he was hugging me at the end. I was crying, and he said, "I saw." Mom, like my mom was a spiritual leader at the end of her life. He's like, I swear, I saw her like over you when you were on stage. It was so beautiful and it was healing for him. So we just don't realize the impact we have. We, we are so misled to assess it in ways that are insignificant. And the deepest significance are in those moments that you can't strategize for.
0: No, you cannot strategize for but you can say yes to the vision, Oh yeah, trusting Trust. that something bigger will come to pass even than you could have written down on the run of show, Exactly. right? Because you created the container. You said, yes, you got the support. And then the magic that comes from doing that, whether it's running a mastermind, whether it's running a live program, whether it's having a live event, whether it's just having a dinner party, right? Like all of it, the magic that comes from you saying yes to your vision is beyond your control in the most beautiful way. Yes. And I'm curious. We should probably have tissues on set. but
1: I should, I should, I, That's my responsibility. I could have forewarned you. Every conversation you, I have leads to tears. There's always
0: crying. There's always crying. I'm pretty sure I cried when I was on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. I love crying on podcasts. It's not a problem for me, yeah. but I'm not sure that the host always is expecting. Right. That's okay. It's fine. That's okay. So, You were sharing with me that after the gala, there was sort of a moment that you were experiencing of, you know, like, oh, a little contraction. And that's very common that we have these big moments of expansion and then also some contraction around it. And I'm just curious if whatever you would like to share about that, that feels comfortable, the most important part being, how did you walk with yourself through that So that, essentially, you didn't allow it to derail your full reception of the beauty you had created.
1: Yes, thank you. So, the beautiful gala that we just reviewed happens. The night ends. I stay up till, like, extra 2.30 in the morning. I'm on my balcony at the O. Just, like, you know, like on your wedding night, it's like, you don't want to go to sleep because you want to stay right there in the energy of everything that's happening. And then went to bed and my intention was I woke up in the morning. I was going to sit on the balcony and have my coffee and then look at all the gorgeous posts on social like the morning after and get all yummy into it and relive it. And I sit down for coffee and I open my phone and there is a barrage of emails and posts on every platform that we are represented on. And essentially, there was a person who believed that they owned the rights to the word becoming, and when the school came out, they were attacking and threatening us for infringement, et cetera. Now, because I'm a smart CEO and I understand IP, and we, you know, before I name something, I do the proper steps and it's in its phase, so I knew that it wasn't truth. And in that moment, that my that contraction you're describing was like and it felt like I it was a quick moment of whoa 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 no 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 and I'm absolutely not going to give my power away to whatever this is because last night was like the gala like this is not happening right (laughs) it's not happening so step one (laughs) was email my IP attorney and just be like yo checking myself am I true? Yes, absolutely. You're good. Okay. And then letting it move through my body that had to happen. And this is important for every beautiful person listening. You cannot cognitively work through contractions and things that happen. It wouldn't have been enough to be like, it's fine. It doesn't matter. And try to go about my day. I had to let it all the way out. And what that looked like for me was some pounding on the floor. Thank God no one in the hotel room underneath me heard it. And shaking my body out and crying and feeling the ness of this happening in this moment in time. We cannot deny any emotion on the spectrum of emotions because as soon as we do, we cut off our ability to decongest our nervous system. And we also interfere with our ability to be at the frequency that we Mm. are capable of being at. So that's like literally how, and I like full on hitting, raging, jumping, shaking, crying, and then letting it go and then coming back into the original intention and just doing that a a couple of hours after I thought I was going to.
0: Great. Yeah. I love it. Hours well spent. I'm so glad that you're highlighting the importance of going into the feelings that I think that the personal development work of the 70s and 80s and 90s was such important foundational work that you and i stand on the shoulders of many yes. of those teachers and the piece that had not been yet woven in mm-hmm. <laughs> was the piece you just brought which is that we cannot selectively emote no. if we want to expand and the un- misunderstanding I want to ask you about what do you think people misunderstand about frequency work and mindset work and thought choosing work or yeah. whatever you yeah. feel yeah. Right? Like, yeah. and, and emotions. What do you think the misunderstandings are? Around well,
1: that? I'll let's go a, a couple core. The first is that if, okay, if you aren't including body in your mindset work, that's why it hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. We, are a collective of overthinkers. So we have been trained to think that cognition is king and it's not. And as soon as you go cognitive about things, you're literally cutting yourself off from your body. So the body has to be included for mindset work to work. And in order to, the, the most misunderstood thing about authentic frequency, potent frequency, is that the only way to get there is to shift your relationship with emotion fundamentally. Because if you don't feel everything that your body's asking to feel, you actually are living in a false high vibe. And this is one of the biggest like ahas when women come to the school like, what, I'm sorry? You want me to feel this anger and feel this rage and feel this frustration? I thought I was just supposed to be high vibe. I had high vibe. And that becomes, you know, high vibe bypass, And I, I can't i can't i'm not available for it yeah. you need to come in and realize that you are a spirit in human form and this humanness is screaming at you to process what you haven't wanted to look at for 10 20 30 40 years and the fastest way you're going to get to that potent frequency is by completely shifting your understanding of emotion releasing the judgment because you said it beautiful you can't like this is like the big lie, right, that we tell ourselves. So I'm just like I'm going to I'm going to feel the feelings that like feel really good to me and I'm going to completely suppress avoid and buffer against all the feelings I don't want to feel. And the thing about that in addition to everything else I just said about it is you're actually not expressing it all then, right? Because the whole game here is full of self-expression, right? And the opposite of expression is suppression, repression, oppression. Depression. It's depression, exactly. Thank you for that additive, right? So to really realize that is if, if you're avoiding feeling the embarrassment, the discomfort, the pain, then you're also going to avoid the bliss and the radiance and the celebration
0: How long ago did you start giving yourself permission to feel your feelings and what did that look like at first? Because This is not a vocabulary of expression that most people have. Most of us were raised in households where we were told to come back downstairs when we were smiling mm-hmm. or to stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. You know, this is one area that my mom was a total rock star. She would, she would just be like, Honey, just let it out. Mm-hmm. Let your body make noises. Yeah. Just keep, you know, stay, she would say, stay, stay with the feelings, honey. Stay with those feelings. They're so beautiful. It is so beautiful. And but most of us were not given that. And so, like, how did you come to it? What did you do for the people yeah. who didn't have people yeah. to help them? Can I ask you a question? What's coming through right now? I'm having a hard time.
1: (laughs) I love you, my friend. But this is part of it. It is so interesting.
0: Yeah, no, what's coming through is like. Thanks for asking. Hold on. Yeah. I think so. I'm doing this big thing later this week, and I'm just scared. And like, there's some, it's called, so, and I'm sure you found this in your own work, like when we decide to do something, we cast that vision. And I, and in my experience, it's because there's some other expression of me that is being called forward. But the vision I receive is on behalf of that becoming version of myself. And when I have the vision, I am not actually the person yet to deliver that thing and so I have the thing that I'm delivering later on this week and I'm scared. And so there's some things that are clearing the way that need to be cleared in order for me to be the version that can deliver on this thing. But in the days leading up to it, it is requiring me to feel some things that have been stuck for a while yeah. and it is uncomfortable. So that's it what's is. happening. It, it, <laughs> thank you is. for
1: asking. Thank you for emoting and thank you for sharing. Because if this is like, this is miss <gasps> this, this oh, moment. This is why we get together and have conversations yeah. out loud, right? Like yeah. to, that, that people can listen to because this is the gift. Ugh. doesn't matter what level we're at or how much we've achieved or where we've been or who we've worked with, anything bigger than what our nervous system has experienced yeah. is going to thrust the fear and is going to ask the emotion to become energy in motion. Mm. And that's what I want you mm. to hear and I want all your listeners to hear the high conscious understanding of emotion is oh wait, it's not this like low-level judgy thing you raise raised with it's energy in motion and when it's asking to be felt the energy is asking to be moved mm. through up and out mm. so that you're cleaner and clearer and more prepared to step into this next evolution of kate mm. it's stunning Yeah, I love you so much. You're just so glad you were there. first today.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You know, it's so nice yes. like, to have. We all need like peers and also big sisters and people who in certain ways have like gone before and are going next to like sometimes you go first. Sometimes your friend goes first. Sometimes you go together. Sometimes she's cheering you on as you're going, reminding you of the things right. you tell yes, other right. people. It's like, yes,
1: yes, <laughs> thank yes. you for that. <laughs>
0: Oh man. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: It's yeah, it's beautiful. It's you. beautiful. And it's I want to I'm going to go back to answer yeah, your questions, but I want to say this good. first I because trust you. <laughs> thank you because what I experienced the night after the gala yes. in that, you know, whatever that person was perceiving and what you're experiencing and releasing some parts of yourself or the fear that you're experiencing, I perceive these things as like initiations. Yes into do you really want that So Kate, like you've all this big visions like you really you want that right and as i sit here and, we, and now the school is launched and there's all my vision is always big amazing and, and uh do you want more of that because trace you're going to get more of that there's going to be more people that come after that say they own this and they own that and there's just going to be more of that so like take a beat and realize that this is a, a a preparation a readying of your next level so that you can check in and go okay yeah If this was 100x, I would still want what I say I want. And I think this is really important because I observe a lot of beautiful people in the world that start out with what they say they want, but then they're not getting what they say they want. And oftentimes it's because they really don't want what they say they want. They're not willing to go through these like
0: initiations that are
1: wickedly uncomfortable.
0: And it's not like it. it... Speaking for myself. (laughs) It's, we, as a culture, the images and the conditioning we've received around what it means to be quote unquote successful, whether that's through visibility, through income, through self-actualization, through whatever the layers of success, you know, Mm -hmm. that like we have this false idea that success means, like you said, then we don't need to feel the things we don't want to feel anymore. Mm -hmm. And actually what's going on is Mm -hmm. for authentic success, where you actually can feel it in your body, where you could move through that stuff the next day and then Mm -hmm. just delay a few hours, Mm -hmm. actually being able to feel and, 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 and integrate what you had created in joy and in true expression. Like what's required for that is continuing to be human and -hmm. continuing To feel some of the stuff that we would really rather avoid. And I think that's been uh, a misunderstanding as well about growth and expansion and about becoming. Yes. That, like, there's a moment when you have become and then you (laughs) don't have to feel Uh, uncomfortable anymore or negative emotions anymore. That always
1: (laughs) makes me laugh. So, how I like to say that is there are no EDs in our world, Mm -hmm. you know? everything's an Mm. ing we are becoming we are healing we are growing we are ascending we are evolving it is never done and depending on what you believe once you leave this physical body you continue or you don't depending on your belief structure but there is no there there is no there there is no there
0: and you know like you said like none of us is getting out of this thing alive and also if we weren't becoming and healing and doing Mm -hmm. whatever like would that not be boring? Like would, what it, there else would, would be we no contrast. Be it would
1: be completely boring. And ultimately, if you're not growing, you're dying. So I really right. want, like, this is important because one of the things we all underpinning of every piece of all of our work is to build a more progressive, loving, highly conscious world. That mm-hmm. to me is on the underpinning of any, yeah. any company that is helping people. Yeah. And it's essential to realize that It's through the ING process. It's through that willingness to feel it all. It's through that, like you said, it's not just expanding for ourselves. But when we are willing to step into our greatness, now we're ripple effecting out and we're showing others what's possible and we're giving other people platforms to jump onto. And it's Mm. truly a together we rise, like actually. And part of that is feeling all of your feelings and leaving the third dimensional consciousness paradigm of emotion is good or bad, right right or wrong, uh, empowering or disempowering and recognizing from a higher conscious lens, emotion is energy in motion. And I'm going to jump on that train now because especially in entrepreneurship, if you're not willing to experience through your body, every feeling on the spectrum of emotion, you will unconsciously self-protect and self-sabotage out of those actions and behaviors that are going to take you to success. So you won't make the offer because you're afraid to feel embarrassed and you won't go on live and you won't do that collab because you are more in fear of experiencing a level of pain that you're judging as bad than being willing to go, oh, wait a second, this is simply a warped relationship with emotion. Let me rejig that Mm. and then get to where I want to go.
0: Okay. Thank you for that. Check mark. Check. Got <laughs> check it. Check mark. <laughs> At what point in your life and how? So just circling yes, back to you. before my beautiful coaching moment. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I really needed that. How did you find out? Because one of the things that I loved reading about in your book is that you know you were in your late thirties, really before you were on the personal development. Program, yeah. Which I'm always because I was raised in this world. I'm always like, wow, that's so amazing. Like I'm always that story of like, whoa, is fascinating to me. So yeah, who taught you to feel your feelings and how did you get the memo that that's like (laughs) part of the deal?
1: (laughs) So I got the memo early, and then I think I uh, judged it away. And then I needed to bring it back. So your mother was one of my mother's inspirations and she read her books. Okay. I remember seeing your mother's book on my mother's mm. nightstand. That's cool. And I was raised in a very liberally emotional uh, liberal emotional household. So it would not be uncommon. I'm a family of five on the middle of three girls for the five of us, like to have a full out family like throw down from the perspective of like disagreement or just, you know, like things you're not saying enough come into the head. And it would just be like, let's go. And we really? would all be in the family room and my sister would be shaking in the corner and my father would walk out the front door and I would be sobbing in the kitchen and my mother would be processing. And we were just allowed
0: wow we allowed. that is revolutionary it was
1: revolutionary we were allowed my
0: family was not like that oh yeah to go there
1: <laughs> to go there like
0: we were we were wasps uh, i mean okay. we were not yes. doing
1: that yes. that's amazing yes. yeah cool so that was like okay. full of inspired as a mom right well and that's you know how i i raised the girls that way like if i i can you can sense you have children while we have our children. You can sense when they're like not communicating or there's some sort of like invisible rift yeah. in them. And I'm always like, all right, family room, let's go. Let's go be respectful, but say what you need to say. Okay, Hear her out. Oh, you need to scream a little? Let's go. Like it is it is organized expression. Yes. Right.
0: right. You have a container yes. for and it. Then,
1: and you're, you're allowed to walk away as long as you come back. Okay. And there's all of these beautiful per- parameters. And then once everyone's expressed- I will sit, if, if I need to wait 30 minutes, I'll wait and, and you sure. will hug. That is the, that's the, like, they're like, mom, I'm like, I'll, I'll sit here and your phone will sit in the other See, room and all that we'll wait. Waiting for the hug. Right. And we'll wait because Until, uh, yeah. uncomfortable communication is the key. That is the thing that is wrong with everyone's communication. You perceive 100%. that like texting and like I told you where I told me, no, communication is discomfort. And when you can experience discomfort in regulation and flexibility, then you learn how to hold it. And then relationships deepen. And then perspectives change the way you see one another. And an appreciation for the other person's lived experience occurs. And then empathy grows. And then compassion happens. And then your heart opens. And it's like all of these dominoes. Yeah. So what a world it will be as we all start to welcome those uncomfortable conversations. So incredible. Yeah. How long have you been married? 13 years in January this is our second right experience. This is, yes, this is your <laughs> second
0: marriage. So beautiful and you have a blended a beautiful blended family yeah. with three incredible girls. Um was is your husband. Does he get in on the full family emotional throwdown? Was he always into that Did it require some inviting? What's happening there?
1: Oh, girl. Good question. (laughs) No, he was raised in a very emotionally limited household that was very much like, oh, something happened? Oh, let's find the rug, throw it underneath, and keep walking, right? Sure. And uh, so it was really foreign to him. And as a result, because two of my three children, we've been together since they're three, five, and six. They're 17, 19, 20. And still- my eldest and my youngest, who are not biologically mine, it takes them a little while with me. My oldest is now there. She's in school for psych. She's getting it. Cool. She's like, okay, let's go there. My youngest is like, sometimes I don't like to talk to you because I don't want to feel my feelings. I'm <laughs> like, that's fair. At least you're aware. I bet you have friends who right. don't call you because First they thought, yeah, I don't feel like they're going to have to give you the truth. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> ah. Exactly. Right? So and, 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 you know, and and Taylor... <laughs> As a result of, you know, also I think our biology, she's really emotionally available and mm. very aware. Mm. So the three of them know, like, we're going to work this out because this whole weird, I'm not here to perpetuate the paradigm of passive, aggressive, mm. limited. That's not helping our children. We have to li- We ha- this is what the Becoming process also is from an impact in our world perspective. And as women, as I know we both stand for this rising of women, You can't just talk anymore, ladies. You can't just post a meme and then go back to your old crap. You have to actually become different.
0: It's critical. It's critical. What does, how do you define becoming? What does becoming mean to you? It
1: means evolving your
0: identity Mm -hmm. at the core.
1: It means really, really exploring your worldviews, your belief structures, the level of mind that you operate at, meaning like the types of thoughts you think again and again, your level of consciousness and perspective on fear, your understanding and belief in energy, right? Because there's a lot of, like, we know we're energy, but if you knew you were energy, you would treat yourself a lot differently, right? And it's like, if I asked you, you know, do you believe thoughts create your reality? And most of this beautiful audience would be like, yes, I do. And I'd be like, great. So how often do you think about what you're thinking about? And then the answer would be like, never, right? So it's really becoming is the embodiment of the next evolution of yourself. And we're always in that ING process Mm -hmm. because then when we evolve our identity, now all of a sudden we're like, whew, and we're seeing with new eyes and we're hearing with new ears because we're changed. Like you become different and then it goes again and again. And that's evolution. And that like excites me a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, you're obviously doing the work you're meant to be doing. What about in terms of becoming How do you reconcile, and I get this question sometimes, so I'm curious what your answer is. How do you reconcile, like, unconditional self-love and self-acceptance and to say, I am absolutely a worthy human, I am unconditionally lovable, I was born that way, it has always been the case, and becoming an evolution and transformation and change. How do you hold unconditional self-love and knowing that we are always transforming and evolving and, and becoming different?
1: Mm, yeah. You understand that the only way to understand and do your becoming process is through the level of higher, higher awareness and higher consciousness. You're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. So the Wherever that question comes from tells me that the asker perceives that there's something wrong with them, and in order to become, you need to perceive yourself as broken or needing to be fixed, and that actually, to me, is one of the biggest opportunities in this industry is we need to stop playing that angle because it is a lie. We are whole inherently. We are worthy inherently, which allows you to then do the beautiful healing work or like Louise Hay work of unconditionally loving and accepting yourself. And acceptance is your ability to just accept who you are, where you are, what has happened in pure unabashed love, and then recognize that your actual purpose as a spiritual energetic being having a human experience who's already whole is to heal and grow and ascend and untether from perspectives of limitation and really understand that like working on yourself is not through the angle of because I have a problem or because I need to fix. It is the ability to realize who I arrived at was not of my choosing. So we become who we become, and then we're like, oh, that's just the way I am, which is like another lie. And we realize, well, I became this because... That was the house I grew up in, and that was the religion that I was raised in, and that's what was dripped on me, and that's what was handed down genetically, and that was the program that I, you know, and put it in myself unwillingly because I didn't realize that when I was seven and those girls didn't invite me to their sleepover, I made it mean I wasn't enough, or my father left when I was two, so I decided to hold on to I'm always wrong or whatever. We hit this moment like this, and we go, wait a minute, of course I want to evolve, I didn't choose what my program is. Why would you want to go around with an operating system that you didn't choose? Totally. So then that's where we do the work from, that I am whole and I get to choose and align my inner environment and all of the things I just mentioned, the beliefs and the thoughts, et cetera, into the vision and the woman I'm capable of being and actually reprogram myself with what I believe.
0: Yes. Yes. And do you think that those, that sort of like truth of who we are and, and and what's left when we release the layers of conditioning, do you think that that's like just inherent and like predestined? Do you think we are becoming who like this version that we were always meant to be and that it's like pre-prescribed? Or do you think it's like something we come up with along the way? I think it's both.
1: I think it's both because there are knowings I, I love when someone says to me, you are know, like, I know it in my deep down, but, mm. and then like, there's mm. all these other things you cover it up with. There are so many knowings that we have and we know intuition, right? There's so many knowings that are in us from our little girlness that then get like just clobbered and covered up and judged away, yeah. right? Yeah. So some of it is that was always who we were. And now you're living at a level of self-approval and freedom that you're like, yo, <laughs> This is who I am. And we bring that back up. Right. The the becoming process is just as much of an unbecoming process.
0: A hundred percent. Right.
1: And then there are also components that are not necessarily like the truth of who you are. Right. Because to your point, like with what's coming through for you this weekend, it's like when you're being asked to step into something bigger, that's about, okay, who do you need to become to Right. have that thing, and that becomes a creation process. Right? Who do I want to, what kind, of, what kind of woman do I want to be? Like that to me, when I first learned about like neuroplasticity and I started obsessively studying risk and fear and biology and all that stuff, and I was like, yeah, whoa, can someone find me a tall building and give me a neon suit and a megaphone? Because how does everyone not know that none of this is fixed?
0: Right. I know. What? Everything is plastic. I love it. It's the best. Blows my mind. It's the best. Yeah. As you were stepping into, okay, so the the idea of the gala was planted in January of of last, well, this, oh gosh, we're still in the same year. Okay. And then- (laughs) My concept of time. Hello. And then the gala happened in- September. September. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. So there were nine months. That's right. Time of a pregnancy. (laughs) So what- came up for you during that process that required you to expand or release or become a different version of yourself perhaps a truer version of yourself as you were birthing something that was really beautiful super different than anything you'd ever done yeah and and quite big yeah thank you felt like a coming out party mhm
1: you know so for me it was Claim your space, Tracy. Huh? You know, like I've been—I feel like I've been in the corner, like warming up. You know, mm-hmm. and the work that I have created in the world—that's you know, R.I.P. It—it it works. It—it's—I—it's it's like one of those things where every breakthrough, every transformation I witness is like the first one ever, over and over. And what we've done has been astounding. What I realized is, I haven't—I hadn't. Now I am, because you asked about the process. I hadn't claimed, yeah. or if you're not watching us, I'm sitting up straight and my <laughs> boobies are out and my shoulders are back. <laughs> I hadn't been like, yeah. you know what? You're Tracy lit and yeah, you're a force in this yeah. industry. Yes. And you are leading and stand up, girl.
0: You know, okay. I love this so much because you and I met at the Trust, Ally Brown's uh, network, and I had never heard of you before. And having been in your space now a little bit, we're still getting to know each other. Yeah. But I'm like, wow, you are a very big deal and your work is fucking phenomenal. And so I'm so happy to be witnessing you at this juncture where you have really claimed it in a big public way. And I know that that's only going to increase, but like you got the goods. It's so fun to see you feel it because it's obvious from the outside as someone who's new to you. Thank you. Thank you. I love this so much. Me too. And were there any moments when you were like, I actually can't do this. This is a terrible idea. Actually, I don't have what it takes. Actually, you know, it's too much of a budget. Actually, was there any of that that came up and if so, how long did it last? Mm-hmm. And what did you do mm. with yourself or with others? <laughs> <I
1: don't know. laughs> right. So no. And because I am a mind magician, mm-hmm. like truly, mm-hmm. right, which is our work is at, what you and do. I, it's yeah. is what I do. Yeah which is amazing. And whoever I, I've ever hired as like a coach or mentor, they love it because like, I've got my inner game down. Like, I don't, I'm good, yeah, they right? They just kind of have They're to like, show okay, up for the all all right, what, do I need to, what do I need to show you <laughs> like, as possible? Right, just remind me to trust myself. That's what I need you to do, pretty much. Like, Kelly will attest to okay. that. Like, yeah,
0: just trust you. just do what you're doing. So
1: good. So, Kelly
0: Roach, who was yes, on the show. So, yes. so go listen to that yes. one too.
1: So the it didn't come up like that. I do not doubt myself i am not mean to myself mm, that's like mm. i and and ladies please could we please like i need us to all have an elevated conversation and not be talking about like you know putting your oxygen mask on first and stuff like that it's enough okay fine like really <laughs> because because you know why it's prohibiting us from having better conversations that elevated is circa conversations.
0: 2003
1: that is correct. it is now 2023 that is get on board update stop <laughs> being against yourself and we can move on <laughs> so uh what would Tinge here and there is: Are we going to sell out? Are we not? Uh, Are we Are we positioned right? Do people understand what this is? Right, like things like that. And there was a moment where there was someone on our team who is no longer on our team because this is part of being a great leader as well. And and her thought process around ticket sales was way lack and under sure and do you want to do this and do you want to do that? And I was like She was okay. like hedging. Yeah. Yeah. And I was uh, like, uh, uh we're not I am doing not available that. to have that energy in the space because what you. I know because I've done it hand over fist at every live event, at every program is it always fills. Yeah. And it's already done. Pa- more packed. Than packed. Oh we oversold. We could not
0: get seats. We oversold. Were I was like, okay, Tracy, let look Thank at you. you. Thank
1: you. And that that is Gen- generating right manifesting whatever words you want to use like that's mm-hmm. what vision or bus looks like and, and and i will say this is important for every listener as a how gift any moment where like that little mind tinge would come up step one get back in your body regulate regulate yes, regulate yes, okay fine yes. and then step two is knowing that the gala is completely sold out and everything's ready to rock what would you be doing right now mm. What would exactly. you be doing right now? Right. And the answer came with like, oh, buy more stuff for the swag bags. Go do it. Right. Things like, you know, what would you be feeling right now? Just like elated. Oh, and then you end up like doing an epic IG right. live stream because you're course, so- freaking
0: sells the ticket. Oh, that's the game. That is the magical formula. Yes. So I just, for you listening, I want you to pause. Mm. I want you to hit the 15 seconds back <laughs> yeah. thing and just re-listen to what Tracy said a couple times because that is, if there was a, a, a what do you call it a magic pill is yes, that what people yes, say yes that was it, it. Mm-hmm. that was it yeah
1: yeah anytime because the only thing yeah. that screws us up is we set out the vision we're all excited yay we're ready to rock we're feeling jazzed and then you look at your current reality right right and, and that's not and that in alignment the with the back. vision
0: because you haven't yet. done the vision yet correct oh my god this has been so good I mean, of course, like I had a bunch of questions from your book, but this was like, we, we totally covered it. And I do want to just yeah. mention that this book was phenomenal. I really loved the way that you wrote it like you talk. Thank you. So that was really fun. And it really hits all of the pieces. And in particular, I really loved the chapter that I just want to highlight, which was, Are You Ready to Give Up the Shit? that is killing your soul. Specifically when you mentioned the following items. I just want to see if you want to say anything about any of these three items. One of them is life sucker number one, control. It really resonated with that. Life sucker (laughs) number two, expectation. And then life sucker number three, judgment. Just you know, in the last couple of weeks or anything, is there a story from your life or a story from a client's life around control, expectation, or judgment that you mm-hmm. would care to share that our audience might enjoy to move through one of those things themselves?
1: Well, let's see if a story comes into, you know, my awareness. May, yeah. What I will say is all three of those things are cousins. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to recognize. And this book this is my first book. It I wrote it in 2019, So one of the things I would highlight now that's not in the book is all three of those are representative of the third dimension of consciousness, right? So if you're experiencing judgment, expectation, and control, it is telling you that your lens on life is limited. Yeah, and you're not really tapping into what's available in higher levels of consciousness, mm-hmm. right? Right, and always recognize right. you're
0: on a different channel.
1: You're on a completely different channel. Totally. So if you're continue, and I love how you just said that, if you're playing in or recognizing judgment or recognizing control, you'll notice expectation comes quickly after it, and then they just like to do this threesome dance. Do
0: it's like it's like a contra contra mm-hmm. dance. I don't yeah. know if you've ever been contra dancing. No, but it's sort of like square dancing. Okay, are we anyway, gonna do this? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> we're going to do it's something i used to do in high school in maine in like backwoods grange halls anyway but yeah they're like a little threesome that they do these little patterns totally and 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 i just
1: and it's something that every woman starts with and i just want to make that okay because that is how we were raised we are raised to think that things live outside of us which automatically creates a level of judgment all the time. Mm. We use judgment to protect ourselves. and We don't realize that that's what it is at its core, right? We create these expectations and then don't share them as a means to feed our emotional addiction to disappointment. It's like, whoa, right? And control, like I wrote about control because that was my adaptive behavior. I believe that I had to control everything to be loved, right? I mean, I was such a maniac. This is a fun little story that So we have an annual uh, party. It's a chocoholics party, and I've had it since I'm 30 years old. (laughs) And my husband came on the scene when I was 32, so his first party was three years in. And I would sit and hand-address 100 envelopes, right, because I just love a good party. And I'm sitting there, and he comes over to me. This is our dating phase. And he's like, oh, babe, you have so many invitations to address. Do you want me to help you? So I was like, oh, okay. So I take a scrap piece of paper and I slide it across the table. And I'm like, yeah. Do you want to just like write one of the addresses? And then he holds the paper up and goes, are you fucking asking me for a writing sample right now? I was like, yeah. Yeah, I am. And he was like, I'm out. I'm out. And I was like, okay. I
0: love this story so much.
1: Oh, my God. Maniac. May, the envelopes were going in the garbage yeah what would the, right? oh like, the minute that people open them Please. the minute and is this happening? is tied to our masculine which is another conversation i was so really masculine. resonate with this uh,
0: story on a deep level I thank you You're and welcome. i know that i am not the only one and it's adorable thank you. these sweet thank ways you. that we thank try you. to control you the are. world that's a perfect story thank you thank and you. now i'm
1: like um totally so trusting. when's your next book well, so we put expander out. Yeah. Expander is, it's a, it's an ebook. We put yep. it out as an ebook. Okay. It's awesome. It's 57 pages and it's the, for trailblazing women building a new world. Mm-hmm. It is seven paradigms that I call out as limited and got to go. And I introduce you to seven replacement elevated paradigms that you okay. could really, really start practicing. How practical. Okay. So we'll oh, make sure that the link amazing. is in the show notes. Yes, yes, note. yes, yes. Great. Yes. Great. Yeah. Okay. Amazing.
0: Great. And then do you think you'll write another physical definitely, book definitely, at some point.
1: Definitely. I'm, I'm feeling called to, and as we grow the team and yeah. as I step into what my function needs to be now as the visionary and the CEO, and I let go of the mechanics, it's opening me to all of the things I really want to be
0: doing. So good. Okay. To claim right now in this moment, in this little cauldron of desire and vision that we have here on the set of plenty, I would like to know... What is your desire around your role as CEO and visionary and world changer and headmistress of the School of Becoming? What is your desire? What is your vision now?
1: My desire for my role and where I know I am here to make the biggest impact for the Ripple Effect is to be teaching, speaking, and coaching, teaching, speaking, coaching, over and over and over again in the mediums of podcasts and interviews and my own and others. And there's so much curriculum. I am a teacher at heart and I want the space to do that and pour in to the students that are hanging out in the school. That's what I need to be doing mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm.
0: And so won't it be. Mm-hmm. I love you, Tracy. This was so fun. Hey, Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your generosity of spirit and the work that you've put in to be able to show up the way you do. Thank you so much. Thank you for being my friend. <sighs> so if people want to learn more about you, will you look at that camera and tell them exactly where to find you? Yes. Hello. <laughs> now I feel like we're doing a morning talk show, which yeah, is a great kind idea. Of we are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's kind of happening. So social media, come and hang out on Instagram, which is at the lit factor. And it's L-I-T-T with two T's. Thanks, dad. I take (laughs) no credit for that. And come to theschoolofbecoming.com, which is theschoolofbecoming.com. Create a free account. The library has an abundance of free resources for you. And you can take the Ascension Assessment because the ascension spectrum is now a thing. And you'll see, remember in the mall where you'd have the directory and it'd be like, you are here. That's how I built it because I'm very visual. So it'll show you where you are on the ascension spectrum in shifting into your higher levels of consciousness. And then I deliver you back three pieces of curated resources in the library so you know what to read, what to watch, and what to listen. And that's all free for you
0: in the school. I love that. So great, yeah. We cannot get where we're going unless we know where we are first. Amen. Thank you for that. I
1: love you. I love you.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I just really needed that conversation. I hope that it hit you exactly where you need as well, and I trust that it did because Tracy and I did a prayer ahead of time that it would, and so therefore it did. If you enjoyed this conversation. If you feel filled up, if you feel activated, then go ahead and follow all of the things with Tracy. Subscribe to Plenty because there is more where this came from. There's plenty more. Screenshot it. Tag us on social. Let us know your biggest takeaway. And of course, leave a review if you feel so inspired. I will see you next time for another episode of Plenty. Thank you so much for being here. Woo-hoo! you made it to the end of an episode of Plenty. Don't you feel expanded already? So if you liked this episode, go ahead and leave us a review. Subscribe to the podcast, text a friend and let them know they need to listen in. That helps us spread the word so more people can experience Plenty together. And if you want to ease your path to creating wealth, I created a Money Breakthrough Guide for you where I interviewed over 20 of my high-earning women friends, and I asked them what their biggest Money Breakthrough Guide was, and the responses were so mind-blowing and helpful, I knew I needed to pass them along to you. This is the kind of thing that is often only shared behind closed doors, but now... You can access it totally for free. So head over to katenorthrup.com forward slash breakthroughs and get the guide. Again, that's katenorthrup.com forward slash breakthroughs. And I'll see you next time for plenty.